Welcome to Archery Talk 101 podcast, your guide to better archery skills. We'll bring you the latest tips, tricks, and expert advice, but that's not all. We'll also have interviews with top archers and industry professionals and reviews of the latest gear and equipment and much more. Hey, my name is Rory Canterbury. I'm going to be hosting Archie Talk 101, and we have a special guest on, on the line with Trey, and uh, uh, he's he's got some interesting stories, and uh, um, he also has a, uh, was it the Saddle Cartel Facebook group, so yep. we'll find out what that's all about. Uh, welcome to the show, Trey. How you doing, Roy? It's good to be with you. Yeah, nice having you on, and and like all these shows, they're always, always fun and exciting, and we learn something in all of them, and so uh, introduce yourself and let us know something about you. So, you know, my name's Trey Baxter I'm from central Oklahoma. And uh, man, I've been a lifelong bow hunter my whole life. Um, just pretty much love everything about archery and the aspects of it. Um, you know, it's just it's something that I've been passionate about for a long time. And I was a big, um, big compound hunter um, most of my life. And just about a year and a half ago, I, I switched over to the traditional side and kind of went kind of went full stream with that and have been down many, many, many rabbit holes since I joined that side, you know, um, and I got over to that side of the trad world and, and decided that that's where I'm going to stay for for as long as I can, you know, and uh, haven't haven't picked up a compound since. So, you know, it's uh, I've got some got some, you know, uh, I was, I was hunting with a compound, um, you know, early on in my life. And, uh, you know, I, I harvested, um, a lot of animals and stuff. And, you know, I kind of got to that point to where it just was kind of a little different for me. It wasn't that excitement was kind of, I was kind of losing that excitement. And I was thinking, man, what am I doing? You know, why am I doing this? If I don't get excited, you know, I think every hunter tells themselves that, you know, if, if I don't get excited about this, why am I doing it? You know? And, uh, so I went, man, you know, I gotta, I gotta figure out a way to, to kind of light the fire again and uh picked up a picked up a trad bow man and uh haven't looked back you know and uh um uh, the first time i actually took it out this last season and uh hunted with it i seen two pretty nice bucks and uh, they come up out of this creek and uh first thing i thought was where's my compound <laughs> so uh, so 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 i immediately I, I went what am i doing why why do i have this you know why do i have this this is crazy, you know, um, you know, because with today's technologies and the bows and stuff like that, man, I mean, you, you know, you, them, them compounds are reaching out there, man. Um, right. and so, so man, I, I mean, I started shaking like a leaf and, uh, you know, I didn't end up getting an opportunity that particular day, but I knew right then that's what I was, that that's what I was missing. That's what I wanted to feel was that rush again like that, you know? And, uh, so, but I knew, I mean, I've loved shooting compounds to the point to where, you know, I mean, I love tuning and I mean, I'd go to the, the tax, the total archery challenge. I went to the snowbird Utah one and we traveled over doing some other ones, but it, it, uh, you know, getting into the long distance shooting and stuff was a lot of fun for me. Um, I, cause I like practicing like that, but man, you take that aspect out and you put a trad bow in your hand and it just, uh, man, it, it, the adrenaline level goes up for me. And so I came home. I packed up all my compound stuff that I had and uh, gave it away because I knew I would want to go back to it. And I thought, you know, I can always just, you know, buy another one if that's not for me or whatever. So I loaded it up. There was a young man that was trying to get into doing some bow hunting and everything. And I just, I gave it to him and said, here you go, man. And uh, went down the rabbit hole of the trad world. So, you know, <laughs> and 
and and and have it look back, you know. So it, it, it it's it's a lot of fun. I, I mean, I love it, you know. When I yeah. uh, when when I started kind of with with the trad bow, I had an old bear Kodiak hunter that my dad bought me. Um, when I was probably thirteen or fourteen, Oklahoma has a big uh, Oklahoma has a big uh, uh, drawing hunt here um, at the, at an ammunition plant. So it's uh, last year they actually killed a two hundred inch deer in there with a recurve. Um, and it's recurve only. So it's a, it's a very sought out hunt for, um, people that are in the state and people from out of state put in for it as well. And so uh, my dad had bought me a recurve when I was a kid to use if we got drawn in down there and, uh, how in the world, um, I still have that. I don't, I don't know. So, um, I took that bow and that's what I hunted with last year. You know, stuff like that doesn't ever seem to stick around with me, you know, but, uh, I managed to keep a hold of it and uh, I hunted with that last year and I started, I got into some hogs, I harvested some hogs with it, um, ended up, it's a 45 pound recurve and I had no idea what I was doing other than I could shoot it pretty good. I got to where I could shoot it pretty good and uh, I ended up har harvesting, oh, you know, half dozen or so hogs with it and I ended up shooting a, uh, a hog at 11 yards on the ground that was, man, my guess, my guess was 400 pounds. Um, and, uh, big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got some big hogs here in Oklahoma and, and I look back on it now, it was 11 yards from this hog. And I think I look back on like my setup that I have now. And I think, what was I doing with that setup that I had? Now that was crazy, you know, <laughs> and, but it got the job done, you know? And so after the season was over, I ended up, I ended up harvesting a, uh, an eight pointer, not a, not a real big deer. Um, but, um, but it was, dang sure a trophy to me probably the biggest trophy because i worked hard for that deer man um with the recurve so it was a it was a super super uh super nice trophy to get and uh, like i said he wasn't a big deer or anything like that but man he was he was it's, he was important to me so you know i'm not one of those guys that are gonna say hey man you know i'm not gonna i'm not I, sometimes I, i'm kind of back and forth you know if i find a deer i want to hunt i go hunt that deer if I don't see a deer, you know, I, I mean, sometimes it's about the story. Sometimes it's about the things leading up to that harvest and things that happen after the harvest, you know. So I'm, I'm not one of those guys that necessarily, you know, um, just says, hey, this is the deer I'm going to shoot. And if I don't get this deer, I'm not going to shoot a deer, yeah, you know, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. And then guys that just want to fill their freezer, there's nothing wrong with that. I just kind of I kind of go back and forth, you know, it just depends on the situation and the scenario, you know. So yeah, it's, it's good stuff, you know, so since the season was over, I've, uh, kind of upgraded my setup. I got into a DOS, um, recurve and, you know, have used, uh, some of these social media platforms. I mean, anything that I've, I've learned about this traditional side of this has been through, uh, Facebook and these, you know, the saddle cartel Facebook page and different Facebook pages out there that are out there, man, because I mean, I don't know anything. It's just crazy how much you can learn over the internet now, you know? Oh yeah, and in, and in these groups, yeah, that you get in the the right group, and man, they have a lot of good information in there, and they can really help you out. And you know, that's the one of the things that we do in our Stock One Hundred and One Facebook group is, you know, we, we help you out. You know, there there's no advertising in there, so you don't have to worry about all these ads for all these stuff that right. goes in here. Right. And no, you know, if you're having trouble with your form take a video and upload the video somebody's gonna look at it because we have 
uh, you know, archery instructors, I've been an archery instructor since 95, but I mostly concentrate on compounds. You know, right, right. I can teach you, you know, the basics of a, of a recurve or log bow. You know, I that's how I started out in the 60s was, you know, recurve. And, right. um, you know, and then there's there's people in there, they're, they're bow techs. You know, I, I become a bow tech in 2001 when I had my archery store. So, you know, I know how to work on, on bows. You know, sometimes you have problems with your bow, just upload them and, you know, and that's where, you know, some of these groups, not just mine, but, uh, um, you know, cause I started that group as well, started this podcast and everything else. But, uh, you know, that's just the thing is like, get out in these groups and find out, you know, you know, if you're having a problem with your form and they, they say, well, practice more, don't listen to them because they don't know what you're talking about. Because practice <laughs> right. more. If you're practicing wrong, you only get, get better at being wrong. <laughs> right, right. You know? Yeah, so that, that, and that's true, you know, so, so, so when I, I, I my dad, he, um, he managed to, uh, so he taught me how to shoot instinctive um, first. So I kind of had, uh, so, I, so I wasn't just, raw to the ideal of shooting instinctive i didn't you know i think a lot of archers come into you know new archers come into where you know they're learning to shoot with the the sights and the stabilize you know you know what i mean but um i learned how to shoot instinctive with a compound so i shot fingers with a compound looking at the arrow and uh you know i got started i had a little uh a little hoyt um i can't even remember you know i just remember when i was a kid going into the archer shop and they took it off the wall and and uh, he said, this work. And it wasn't till probably my third bow that I actually had a pair of sights on it. And uh, it was a PSE, I think, man, I can't remember. It's a PSE something. I actually ended up um, harvesting my first, first deer with it when I was 13. And uh, we, uh, we was actually, so I just started shooting um, a set of sights and a release. But up until that point, I had never had, had never shot that. I'd always shot fingers. And we were walking back to camp. Um, we it was a real windy day. So my dad said, you know, hey, let's go, let's go steel hunt, still hunt through this little bottom right here. You know, we might catch catch a doe or something like that, you know. So so we put the wind in our face and we we took off and and uh, you know, we didn't see anything. So we came, we was coming back and I actually was started whistling. And he said, What are you doing? And I said, well, camp's right there. I'd already took my release off and actually put it in my pocket. And I said, well, camp's right there. I could see camp. And he said, he said, hey, he said, we're hunt, you know? And I said, okay, like there's camp. I mean, I could see the campfire. And uh, about that time, a doe stood up and I went, you got to be kidding me. And I was able <laughs> to get an arrow knocked and I took a shot at her um, fingers. You know, I, like I said, I'd already stuck my release in my pocket. So I shot her, um, I shot her, shot her with my fingers, you know, and, uh, she run, she run right through the middle of camp. I mean, we had a blood trail that was six inches from the fire, fire pit, you know, and uh, I mean, I couldn't believe it. And I was thinking to myself, you know, that's, that just goes to show you right there. You just don't ever quit hunting. You don't ever know. <laughs> you know. I mean, I could see the fire from where we was at. I mean, we weren't 30 yards from camp, you know, like I said, I was just walking through there whistling. I was done hunting. And uh, man, you know, that hooked me that, that I was hook, line and sinker after that with the bow hunting. I mean, it was, it was all, all game after that, man, it was game one, you know? So, and, and we live in a, we live in a state where, you know, the deer population is a, is a pretty good deer population, you know? So, so we have, we have some, some, some pretty nice game laws that allow us to harvest, you know, and harvest multiple deer and stuff like that. So it's, it's good. We have, we're a two buck state, 
So, you know, some guys, some guys, you know, will use those two buck tags. Some guys won't. Me personally, I haven't filled two buck tags and, you know, in a long time, I, you know, I, I usually, you know, if, if I fill one, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's just because that's the deer I was looking for the deer that I happened to happen to uh, come across, you know? So, um, a lot of times I, I leave that second tag for, you know, something that's, that's really going to set me off, you know, <clears throat> keep me in the woods longer. Yeah. Well, Throughout here in Nebraska, year. we have, we have, uh, uh, you can get two tags each year that allow you to take a buck. Archery is always either sex, muzzleloader is always either sex, and then rifle is kind of a little different uh, in there. But they also have what they call the season choice tags, which is depending on the season. If it's archery season, you have to use archery equipment. If it's in rifle season, you have to use rifle um, equipment. You know, and if gotcha. it's during the muzzleloader season, which is all December, which is also archery, then you could use either muzzleloader or, or your archery equipment. And, right. you know, those... They put out lots of those. You're not limited how many of those you can get. Um, once they run out, they run out, but they always have, you know, lots of them. So, you know, if you wanted two or three of them, that you'd, you'd be able to get them. I know when I had my store, uh, they didn't really have a limit on them. And I know guys that would legally shoot 20, 25 deer in a year. Oh, wow. Wow. Because you could yeah. just keep getting, and they were, they're two deer per tag, two antlers right. deer. <laughs> and, and you would, you would get them and, you know, they had an area that they could do that in like right. I never had an area where I could shoot that many deer out of it but <clears throat> yeah yeah so he, so here in Oklahoma we have uh we have a chance to bow hunt every day that we can every day the season's open basically you know so we can bow hunt through we start October 1 and we'll run through January 15th um you know back when I was younger it was there was a two-week break before rifle where you couldn't even bow hunt um and then you could pick it back up but now it's pretty much it's open october 1 to Jer january 15th and so you can you can harvest uh a deer with a bow you know um any of those so i think that's another reason why i'm drawn to the to the bow hunting is because you know it just you can get out there in the woods you know earlier and you can stay later you know it's just one of those things where you, you have an opportunity to spend more time in the woods you know and, you know, my dad, yeah. he wasn't, a, he, you know, he, I, I, he was a, he was a really good hunter. He was a, he was a rifle hunter um, when I was, when I was early on and he would bow hunt to scout for rifle season. And that's kind of how, <laughs> that's kind of how he got into, it. you know, he would get in the woods early season, but it was only to scout for rifle season. And then when I, I got into, um, I kind of, when I kind of, he started kind of seeing that bow hunting was going to kind of be the direction that I was going to go. He kind of picked up the bow a little bit more. And then, of course, we got into the competition side of it. And we started shooting, um, you know, we started shooting a lot of 3D tournaments in the off season and uh, doing stuff like that, um, really just to get out there. And, uh, you know, after that, he was he was actually hooked, hooked on bow hunting just as much as I was, you know. So it was great because I always had had, a you know, uh, you know, we were we were good friends, good buddies, you know, got along great, you know, and. And uh, it was always good to have that companionship, you know, um, in your hunting partner, you know. And so it was cool, man. So he uh, he used to shoot Matthews and I shot Hoyt. So it was like Ford and Chevrolet going back and forth, you know, of course, um, <laughs> you know. So, so yeah, so that's kind of how we got into it, man. And we started traveling and, and shooting 3D. And I'll never forget the first 3D tournament I went to. We probably had, I think I had a dozen arrows in my quiver. And I think he had a dozen arrows in his quiver. 
And when we left, we sh- back then you shot 30 targets. And when we left, I think I had three arrows and I think he might've had three, you know, or four. <laughs> and, but we, and we were going, oh my gosh, that was so fun. You know, we got next weekend, we're going to go here next week. And man, it just, you know, but we had to get, we had to become better shots because we couldn't afford the arrows, you know? So yeah. <laughs> they, they were going fast, you know? So, so then it, then it turned into, you know, you could only, you'd only take three or four, four arrows in your quiver, you know, it was no big deal, you know, but uh, you know, we, like I said, we, I shot for a, for a local shop here close to where I'm at um, for a little while as a kid um, shot some high country bows for them. And then later on shot some point bows um, for them as well. So you know, um, so I, I definitely have a have a little I have a little bit of a background in the in the competitive side, but you know, it just kind of got to a point to where you know it was it was it was it kind of turned into work, and and I didn't ever want bow hunting or archery to be that way, so I just I set it down and I and I walked away from it, and I did not I've never that was over twenty five years ago, um, and and I shot my I shot a few rounds after that with my hunting setup and shot better than I ever did because I just I was having fun you know the score didn't matter you know Um, I went from having a good time walking off the course with three arrows left out of a dozen to where if I wasn't four up I was I was upset you know and I was like man this is not this is not what it's supposed to be like let's you know let's rethink this you know so so I walked away from it for a little while and uh just up until recently this year, um, I kind of stepped back and I, I have to be careful because I will let competition um, consume me, you know, and, I mean, I'm just like anybody else that gets into it, you know, and uh, and I saw so, so, you know, I, so I've been shooting some uh, of the tournaments online, the archery abroad online tournaments, you know. Yeah. So, so I've been, I've been shooting a few of those and then I've been shooting a few fun rounds at the 3d course and stuff like that. I haven't just dove off in it yet. Um, but I've been shooting that with my, with my trad set up, you know, and stuff. And, and, uh, and, you know, I think kind of what got me into that was just seeing some of these guys getting out there and doing it, um, on these Facebook pages and stuff like that. And I thought, man, you know, I, I'd like to try it out. And, and two, I felt like last year when I was hunting with a trad bow, I'd work my tail off, man. And I would shoot and I'd practice and I'd practice and I'd practice and I'd go hunting on the weekend and the deer would walk out there. And I mean, my famous last words to a good buddy of mine, um, were, um, I'll never, I'll, I'll never shoot high. I'll never shoot over the top of one because that's just what I went with the recurve. I just said, I'll, I'll miss low if anything. And I think I shot over the top of three deer last year. <laughs> and, and so it was so devastating because I would spend hours practicing during the week, you know, and, and working on things. And, 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 you know, I was a pretty good shot. Um, and I felt like I had pretty good form. I felt like I, you know, I, at first I kind of started shooting instinctive and then I went and, and I hunted and, and I, I had an opportunity and I went, okay, I did not like that. I did not, because being a big compound hunter, I wanted a point of aim. I wanted something, you know, right. to, I wanted something, something had to, tell me where my arrow was going to hit so you know I come home and I start reading about gap shooting and I start reading about the different methods and stuff like that and so I'm like okay I'm going to start I'm going to start gap shooting so I I practice for a week or so and hey I've got some time off work I'm going to go hunting so I go get in a stand deer walks out there and um with that bear Kodiak the 45 pound bow that I had the gap at 20 yards was like 20 to 20 right at 22 inches something like that you know so 
I draw back and I'm like, I'm like, right as I'm fixing to release that arrow, I realize, man, my arrow is like pointing at the ground basically. And I shoot and I shoot over the top of this deer's back and I'm like, what's going on? Well, then I start thinking, I start playing things back and I realize, you know what, right before I let that arrow go, my mind would not let the arrow be that far off the animal. And I brought it up and shot over the top of the deer's back. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So my mental game was not where it was at, where it needed to be last year, you know, and it, it was always, I always had a pretty good mental game with my compound because it becomes second nature. But right with, with the trad bow, it's like reset. It's like reset everything, you know? And so my mental game was just totally off last year. And I just, I struggled mentally, um, whether that it looked like that on social media or whether it didn't, you know, I'm not for sure, but you know, I'm always honest with everybody and I, you know, I get messages and stuff and talk with people on the saddle cartel page about hunts and stuff like that. And I mean, I actually talk with some of the, some of the members and stuff while I'm in my stand and, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I don't know that, that any, that they knew that or what, but I mean, I was struggling mentally to, uh, to really get it done. And, uh, you know, like I said, towards the end of the year, I harvested a, uh, I harvested a small eight pointer and, uh, you know, that deer, that was probably going to be my last opportunity with my recurve. And because rifle season was fixing to start the next day. And, uh, I actually decoyed that deer in. And so I was in a, in a spot kind of in a little lane and these deer would come check these acorns and, uh, they were, they were. They, they were rutting a little bit, you know, so that, that acorn tree was 30 yards. Well, I thought, well, I thought 30 yards when I got in last year, when I started hunting with a recurve, I thought 30 yards, well, I can get efficient enough to, to shoot a deer 30 yards with a recurve. Well, yeah, you can, you can be a good shot with a recurve at 30 yards, but the first shot I took was underneath that acorn tree and the deer wasn't even standing there when the arrow got there. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. Now, now we're going to have to change, <laughs> we're gonna have change this game up. So we're going to have to bring it in some, but I knew that was a hot spot for does and bucks to check, you know, they'd, they'd cruise through there and they'd check the acorns out. So, but I could not drag them down this, I could not drag them down this lane because we were 30 yards off this acorn tree um, with a compound, you know, Hey, that's a chip shot. You know, you can, you can right. make that shot compound um, and not too much happened, but so I set a decoy up and drug him, drug him down the lane. And uh, it I, I, got a shot at him at 18 yards, you know, and I just, but you don't know how many, how many guys out there that I talked to about, Hey, I, you know, how are you doing this? How are you doing that? You know? And, and so, so I was able to get, I was able to get him. And uh, like I said, I, I, I kind of redid my setup after that and started kind of learning about how to shoot a fixed crawl and, you know, different, different, different methods of, of doing that. And so that's kind of what I'm doing now is I'm shooting a, uh, I'm shooting a point on fixed crawl at 25 yards. So at 20 yards, at 20 yards, I'm about six inches low. So, so my gap is really only a foot. And then when I back up to 30, I'm just probably on the top third. So my gap is only about a foot altogether. So my point of aim is always on the animal. And that has helped me tremendously as far as looking at what I'm seeing from being a, being a compound guy and being like a hard aimer, you know, that's, uh, knowing, Hey, put the arrow there. That's where it's going, you know? So, so that's been, that's been huge for me to, to go to that method. 
yeah, there, there's so many different methods out there that uh, I know the first time I, I heard, uh, uh, actually, I went out to Jake Kaminsky's site, but I found him somehow, and he's, you know, trad shooter, Olympic shooter, and he's talking about a string walker, and I was like, what's a string walker? Is anything, <laughs> yeah, anything yeah. like the, the skin walker out at the, out in Utah or something, but, you know, right. so I, I listened to his stuff and, and try to figure out what it was, and then I've had a couple on here that actually do that and explain this, like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah. You know, but yeah, you know, I always start when I get, when I have because I started out with the recurve and shooting instinctively. You know, no no sights, no nothing, just fingers, and you know, I didn't use the arrows or reference. And so when I grab a recurve, that's how my mind is thinking. I'm not thinking about pans. I grab my compound, and you know, I'm thinking, yeah, the pans got an anchor point, got the kisser button, got the peep, and got you know, got everything all lined up, and um. So my bow fishing setup is not a compound because I couldn't shoot them anyway. You know, right. it's a different mindset, and and I just go through a different mindset. But I don't shoot my comp on uh, my, uh, my compound, <laughs> my my recurve that much. So, um, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I I've kind of lost the 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 good skill I had of of hitting what I'm shooting at. But uh, hey, hey, pick it up and something you can always learn back again. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think it's important, you know, to, for, for an archer to kind of set goals for himself every season, you know, I mean, I kind of, you know, that, that was me. I just kind of, you know, every year I think before the season, Hey, you know, what, what, what do I want to try to achieve this year? You know, and if it's, if I've got a, if I've got 150, 160 inch deer running in my place, then, you know, my goal might be, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to harvest that deer, you know, or, you know, if I'm, if I'm, you know, so here a while back, um, you know, I got to, uh, so I, I was gifted back a bow. My, my dad had passed away a few years ago and I uh, was gifted back a bow that he had. It was probably, Oh man, I think this, this Matthew was like made back in like 1996. It was like the second one. I think that they had made second or third year they were out and uh, he had given it to a, to a gentleman and uh, he gifted it back to me. And, you know, we, we fell in love with archery so much that, I mean, two weeks before my dad passed away, he said, you know, hey, go put some strings on that thing and get that some sights on there for me. And I'm going to get back in shape and I'm going to start shooting the bow again. And, you know, and, and so I did, you know, and, and he and he, ne he never made it at that point. But so I took that. One of my goals was I was going to go out and I was going to uh, harvest a, a deer with with his bow. And this I think, like I said, it was 1996. I think that this particular Matthews came out. And, uh, and I was able to go out and get my saddle and, and set up and, and, and harvest a deer with it, you know, and, and I thought, man, that, that's, that's cool, you know. And so <clears throat> last year, my goal was, you know, to, to get one with a, with, a, with a recurve, and then I was going to try to harvest one with his bow and then my bow. But then I really, so I started out with the trad bow and I realized, man, this is going to take the longest, you know. So I kind of abandoned that and just said, hey, I'm just going to go with the, with the recurve. But, you know, from year to year, you don't know what I'm going to do, you know, as far as, as, uh, as far as just trying to keep it interesting, you know, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, uh, you know, and that's, you know, that's, that's one thing that, that's one thing that, you know, the, the saddle hunting does, you know, I mean, you know, I, I know there's guys out there that are, that are strictly, uh, you know, hardcore, um, saddle hunters and then that's all they do. Um, you know me, um, I like getting in a saddle and I like, I like saddle hunting. And I was the guy that tried not to like it. I, tr I tried not to like it. And, uh, you know, I was a big stand hunter and I had a good friend of mine that, uh, that introduced me to it that I actually hunt with still today. And, uh, 
you know, he's like, Hey man, you got to check this out. You know? And I was like, I was like, man, what are you talking about? You know, I was like, I was like, you, kidding me? you know, I was like, I ain't doing that. You know? And, and, and you know, I, I started off, you know, just like, just like a lot of people, man, I, I found a, an old Hawk helium um, saddle and platform and, you know, and I started off as cheap as I could and to try to get into it and see if I liked it. And I realized real quick that, it was definitely a tool that I needed in my arsenal. You know what I mean? And so, so I'm fortunate enough that we have some private ground in here in Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, so, so we had, we had ladder stands set up, we had platform stands set up, but what, what we started noticing, you know, we had those stands set up where we would take the kids hunting, you know, and we knew they were going to see deer. They knew they were going to have an opportunity, you know, but we caught ourselves, you know, graduating away from those, and getting more into the saddle hunting to be mobile. And, you know, there's all kinds of ways to do it. It's personal preference. You know, you could stick up a tree, you can one stick, you can, you know, have multiple sticks with aiders, um, you know, different platforms, you know, just, it just kind of depends on how you do it. Um, so with me hunting private ground, weight is not necessarily as big an issue as it is with some of these guys that are going into this big public ground. Um, right. you know, and they're going, they're going miles back in there. They want to be as light as possible. Um, you know, with me, uh, you know, and I, I have, I have some stuff that, you know, that I use for stuff like that when, when I, when that opportunity arises, but you know, weight's not definitely, definitely not as big an issue for me as it is for those guys. So, so I set up a little bit different, you know, um, sometimes, sometimes I will just use, I do a lot of presets, you know, I, I pick up, um, you know, platforms throughout the year, different, different different brands, different models, you know, um, and what we'll do is we'll go in and we'll, we'll do a lot of presets. And so that way we've got just basically our platform, like a, like a podium platform. And we've got, you know, three sticks with, uh, maybe a single later on them. So we're getting, you know, where we're at, we don't have to get any higher than 12, 15 feet, um, just where the canopy's at and stuff. So we don't have to get super high. So we'll, we'll set up that, you know, we'll, we'll scout late season, like me, I'm probably, I, I know I've got three spots. I do a lot of scouting in February, March, um, after the season's over. So I'm ready to go, um, come August stuff like that. I try to try to get everything done and out of the woods by September, you know, mid September and kind of give it a rest. And, and, you know, and, and it just depends on what I've got on my place and what's coming through. If, if I get started early October or not, you know, just kind of depends, but, you know, like I said, so, and then I have a I kind of have a one stick setup that I use um, for when I'm chasing acorns or when the rut starts and we have a little pocket of deer. You know, if we have a little pocket of deer, it's hitting this spot over here. You know, maybe the neighbors put a little pressure on them over here and they've they've kind of changed here instead of breaking down, you know, a, a full setup and everything. We'll just we'll just use a one stick. And, you know, we just we'll just use that. You use a stick with three eighters, cam cleat, you know, um, and just use one stick to stay mobile, you know, just, just kind of depends. There's many, many ways to do it. And that's, that's what's so cool about it. And, you know, it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. And I think anybody, and if anybody told you different, they, they'd be lying to you. But if someone says, Hey, um, you know, you're going to go over there and kill a 180 inch uh, 12 pointer over there, but you got to sit in that ladder stand over there. Nobody's going to say no. <laughs> you know? Right. You know, you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, I mean, so, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not against, uh, I'm not against that kind of stuff. And matter of fact, this year, this year, I'm actually going to use a kind of a hybrid setup. So that was one thing that I noticed, um, hunting out of my saddle 
last year um, with my recurve was that it was, it's different. And so with compound, it's a little bit more forgiving in the saddle, but hunting with, um, so I could, I could, I could practice. So in, in my practice range in my yard, just for convenience, I have a, I have a ladder stand set up. And so, you know, sometimes I'll go up that ladder stand and I'll shoot, but then sometimes I'll put my saddle on, I'll go up and I'll, and I'll, I'll clip in and I'll shoot out of my saddle. Well, what I noticed with a compound was there was not much difference in the two, you know, there was not much difference when, 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 when it came right down to it, I could still make the shots I needed to make. But when I started hunting with a, with a recurve last year, I noticed that the form part of it was so much more important and little bit of angle here, a little bit of angle there, it would kind of mess with you. So this year I'm going to, I'm going to work with, uh, out on a limb manufacturing, which is um, one of our sponsors for the X team fundraiser that we're doing, but they're here from Enid, Oklahoma, where I'm at just North of me. And they build mobile setups. You know, they, they build the, the big Bob one stick and the slick Rick one stick. Um, and then of course they build lightweight mobile stand setups, uh, the hush and stuff like that. But I'm going to work with them on trying to, they're, they're kind of a custom shop too, man. They'll, they'll kind of modify and kind of, do things that you need and stuff. So I'm going to work with them on trying to get a, uh, get a setup. That's kind of a hybrid setup for me that, that will, I think benefit me with saddle hunting with a trad bow, you know, um, this year. So I'm going to, it's going to kind of be a hybrid kind of a stand, kind of a saddle kind of setup, you know, what, what makes it, what makes it. So for me, I want to take, I want to take my, strong side and turn it into my weak side basically so me hanging in the saddle facing the tree my strong side will be to my left being right hand archer right. and so what i want to do is i want to be able to have a platform and have a have a have a situation where i can turn like i would be in a tree stand but still be in my saddle facing away from the tree and then my strong side would be to my left does that make sense? It's kind of hard to explain. I've just, I've got this vision that I need, you know, and, th and there's some guys out there that are doing this, that are, that are running these hybrid setups. And most of them are, most of them are trad hunters, you know, and I think that has a lot to do with the, the, the critical, how critical your form is, you know. Right. Yeah. And, and so with the saddle, then you, you generally will face the tree. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, for the most the tree, right-handed shooter off to your left is going to be where you're going to shoot you're not going to shoot to the right and you so, want to be able to so, take with a saddle and turn around so your back is to the tree so you can shoot to the other side right so so with a compound a weak side shot is fairly easy and there may be some guys out there that can do a, a weak side shot which would be on your on your left side um with compound so a compounds for, for me a compound's a lot easier to make a weak side shot um with the with the trad setup, it's not as I found that it's a lot harder for me to do that. So what I want to do is I want to be able to turn around and uh, I want to be able to turn around and basically put my tether across my shoulder and face away from the tree like I would be in a in a stand. You know, kind of have the best of both worlds. <clears throat> yeah, because in the stand, if you have time, you just kind of turn. You know, instead of being facing away sure. off your left, if to come to the right, you can turn. You know, since so you're standing facing that direction or a little bit further and go. Um, yeah. Generally, I try to set up so that I can go a little bit more to the left easier. 
So I don't try, I try not to have right hand shots, but you know, the deer don't always follow their script. <laughs> no, you know, and that's, and that's seeing, that's one thing. That's so that that's one thing about the, the saddle is that, so me, I, I always, and people, not, not everybody likes it this way, but I like to set up where the deer approach over, they approach over my right shoulder. Okay. And the reason why I like to do that is I like to stand in it. I like to stand. So most of the times, if I, back in my younger days, before I started saddle hunting, if I was in a stand, I was on my feet. And so that's why saddle hunting has been so conducive for me is because I like that anyway. And, and it just, it's, it's so comfortable. And, but what took me, what took me some learning was, was a huge learning curve. And I think this happens for everybody was getting set right is learning how to set that saddle, learning how to position it to where you had your strong side shot. So where you're more comfortable with the deer coming instead of, so instead of the deer coming from my, over my right shoulder, when I'm facing the tree, I need them coming past me this way, you know? I mean, and, and, and guys do it different because guys do feel comfortable um, in different ways, you know? So it's, uh, you know, like I said, I mean, there's tons of guys out there, man, that are just super, super knowledgeable about it. Um, you know, there's all kinds of different ways to do it. Some guys feel more confident doing, you know, taking a shot different way. But when I started facing the tree in a saddle, um, the first probably dozen sets that I had, um, the deer played exactly to the script, but I didn't. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm set up backwards. I was like, what did I do? You know, um, you know, so, so, so it's a, it's a, it's a little bit of a learning curve, you know, but, but man, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a tool that I think every bow hunter ought to have in their box, man. You know, um, it's super, it's, and it's, you know, it's, it's pretty safe when you start looking at it because you're always attached to the tree, man, on your way up, on your way down. If you do it right, you should always be, you know, you should always be attached to the tree. So it's, it's, it's a pretty safe method as well, you know? And, you know, some guys will sit all day. Some guys, they, you know, they, they have single, pa uh, single panel saddles. They have double panel saddles. They have guys that have back bands, you know, um, that, that help, you know, with the, with the stuff like that. And guys that are doing stuff that spread your bridge um, so you can, uh, you know, not, not a hip pinch doesn't affect you and stuff like that. You know, I'm fortunate enough, man, that, uh, that I, none of that really bothers me, um, you know, so I get that. I get my tether, man, and I get my I get my bridge adjusted and where I needed to be, and and uh, man, I can sit there almost all day, you know. I mean, it's comfortable for me. Yeah, each one of us is you know a little bit different what we like, and I know in the ladder stands and the and the hang on stands, I I prefer to do as much standing as I can. I'd I'd sit you know until about time, and then I'd stand because. You, know, yeah. you have a lot more flexibility. If you're sitting down, you only basically have a, a small angle that you can shoot at. Standing, you can you can twist at the hips and and stuff to to get those shots. And you know, if you if you're sitting down, I did one sitting down one time and uh, didn't realize it uh, was going to hit, but my lower limb hit the hit the stand, and uh, you know the deer was like ten yards away, and I missed it by five feet low. <laughs> Right. Yeah. It's like what? And, and then I realized, ah, okay. It hit you know, if it's standing, I wouldn't have done that, you know. So right, right. I, I like I like to stand, but you know, as you get older, my knees don't like me standing for long periods of time in one spot. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I never thought I'd be saying that, but I hear you. That's like 
this Oklahoma heat, man, it's just like about ready to kill me. It seems like it seems like I can't take it like I used to could, you know. Yeah. You know, and so and so, you know, that's kind of that's kind of where so so you know, I got into saddle hunting. It's been years ago, you know, and like I said, I just I was one of them guys that didn't want to like it. But then when I got into it, I realized there was nothing not to like about it, that it was definitely something I needed. So you know, of course, you know, just like anybody else, I just got out on the Facebook pages and I started researching and I started looking and, and stuff like that. And it seemed like there was a lot of information scattered everywhere. And, you know, so I, I kind of took that opportunity, man. And that's kind of that's kind of where the uh, the group uh, Saddle Cartel kind of um, kind of came from. You know, that's kind of where it was. It was originated was, you know, I I was looking around out there, you know, and, and I was like, you know, I always had, you know, if I, if I was shoot, shooting a Hoyt bow, I had a Hoyt shirt, you know, and I always liked, I always liked to support, you know, um, the guys in the, in the industry and in the, in the, you know, that are manufacturing the stuff, you know, and everything. And, and uh, you know, I wasn't seeing a whole lot of saddle hunting apparel out there. And I was like, well, you know, I was, I was like, well, um, it just so happens that, uh, that my wife, she owns a, she owns a business, um, that that prints um that does custom printing and stuff like that and so i i just took that as an opportunity to kind of use that as a vehicle to kind of kick off the uh the saddle cartel brand and apparel uh, you know and it originally just kind of started small and i thought hey you know uh i'm gonna put this out there you know and, and man at the, at the end of the day i'm gonna have me uh some shirts and, and and a few hats that that i need or that i'd like to have you know and you know, I, I, I be honest with you, I never thought that it would probably get out of Oklahoma. I thought, you know, be some local guys that'll jump in there and, and kind of it'll kind of take off maybe around here for a little bit. And, uh, you know, it actually took off more nationally faster than it did locally. Um, it took off. I mean, it just it, it took off. It blew up fast. I threw I threw some of my designs out there on some of these other Facebook pages and stuff like that. Some of the stuff that I did. and. Uh, I mean, I started getting messages on Facebook and all kinds of stuff. And I thought, man, okay, so there, I might have something here. So I, I, so I started the Facebook page and I uh, started the Facebook page and uh, kind of started posting up pictures there and stuff like that. And I'll never forget, man. I mean, it, it, like the first week, it was like there was like 20 something members there, you know, and now we're we're, we're going to be bearing down on like 5000 members pretty quick. Um you know, so it took off. And what's been cool about the, the page and the group is it's just a positive vibe, man. You got you got it. To me, Saddle Cartel is the world where um, archers come together, you know, bow hunters come together and not just trad guys and not just compound guys. There's a there's a great group of compound guys in there because that's what I was doing when I started. I was hunting with a, hunting with a uh, with a compound. And actually watching some of these guys join this Facebook page that were into the recurves and into that, the longbows and stuff is kind of what I was like, I was like, man, I want to try that, you know? So that kind of influenced me to go the direction I did. And so then the trad side of Saddle Cartel was kind of born. And to me, it's just a great place where it's a great mix of people that are willing to help positive vibes all the way through, man. Um, and you know, it's growing every day. I mean, this, these, we're gaining about a hundred members, 150 members, um, every week, you know, and I mean, it's getting, sometimes it gets, it's going so much that I can't even, I can't keep up with it, you know, but what's cool about it is the relationships that have been built in this, 
this group, you know, I mean, I talk to guys on a daily basis from across the country and I'd never in a million years would have thought that I'd be connecting with bow hunters from all over the world like this. And, uh, it's super cool. I mean, just kind of like, kind of like what, what you, you do, you know, I mean, you're, you're, you're reaching out with people from all over, you know, it's super cool. Yeah. I, I've got members in there from, from all over the world and countries that only, you only know where it's at. If you Google map it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty neat, man. It, it, it's, it's been, it's been cool to kind of see and talk to these guys on the page. Um, so, so I, when I first started it, when I first started it, I would just do everything on the Facebook page. Um, and I didn't have a website or I didn't have anything like that. And I enjoyed talking to these guys every day about and during their hunting what the, during their hunting season you know hey kind of kind of learn how they hunt kind of learn how we hunt it's so different how so many different people hunt you know across the country and you know i mean i have built a lot of friendships a lot of relationships and i and i know i know people that that you know i know that they're talking to this guy and this guy you know and they're saying, oh yeah i talked to such and such the other day and and uh, i mean it's so it's just been a really positive group and it's 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 really growing and it's really cool and, uh, you know, it was really just kind of made for a place where people could, you know, advertise what they were doing and, and, you know, have a good time in there. And, and they do, you know, and it's been kind of neat this year because it has morphed into, it's kind of morphed into, so here about August, August, September, it'll start kind of transitioning back more towards um, saddle hunting. And then in the off season this year, it really morphed into a archery page. You know, it kind of was, like I said, the best of both worlds. So guys are getting out and putting pictures up, excuse me, putting pictures um, of themselves out on the 3D range and their saddle cartel, you know, shirts and hats and, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a good group of shooters, man. And so it's been cool that, that it's, it's kind of dual purpose, you know? So it's, it's not just going to sit idle all year until, till till the hunting season picks up, you know? Yeah super neat yeah there, there's there's so much information that you know we can provide and we can consume from you know the members in a group you know like like yours you know or, or mine where they have a lot of lot of information a lot of experiences out there and that's that's the fun part is trying to figure out you know what i can change to get a little better right yeah yeah no no doubt it's you know and that's that's one of the thing man is that you know it's, you know, if, if someone's out there that needs help, help them, you know, um, drop the, uh, drop the advice on the Facebook page. You know, I mean, I learn things on there all the time. You know, I mean, I see guys that are, that are using, um, you know, they're using this knot or they're using this repelling device and I'm going, huh, okay. You know, um, so I would say, you know, that that was kind of what started me down the rabbit hole that that's when I started going down rabbit holes with, was with saddle hunting because there were so many different ways to do it. And then that just continued on with the trad world. <laughs> so, you know, it just, uh, it continued on with it, with the, with the recurve, you know, I mean, just like the other day I was, I was out doing some tuning, uh, which of course I have basically learned how to tune a recurve basically from these guys, um, on the saddle cartel page, you know, that I just reached out to and just said, Hey man, look, okay, this is what I'm thinking about doing, you know? That I had seen them guys being participating and offering information, you know, to other guys. And I was like, okay, this guy, this guy's a big traditional guy. I need to reach out to him, you know? And, uh, you know, uh, 
you know, and I took off, took off two to my bow and I was going to really concentrate on brace height. I was going to play with brace height that I was going to play with tiller and did all these adjustments and did all this change and boom, ended up right back where I started. I was <laughs> like, well, why did I even do that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, so it's just one of the things, but, but, uh, Saddle hunting, saddle hunting is kind of the same way. You know, you can go down so many different, uh, you can go down so many different rabbit holes um, that, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's just an ongoing deal, you know. Sorry about that. You there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're here. Just watching you walk, walk around your house. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, for those that are watching, for those that are watching, um, let's go ahead and bring up uh, your Saddle Cartel uh, Facebook page. Okay, yeah, and and then we kind of go go through this a little bit here and and kind of tell us about it a little bit. And so we have, oh, you've got so, um, shot of the week X Team fundraiser over here. Yeah. So, so one of the uh, things that we've been doing for probably the last month, so um, is there's a local, uh, local archer team here that is, um, that is trying to go to um, Vegas, the Vegas shoot, and they go to indoor nationals and they just compete. And mm -hmm. so I, I'd seen that they were, um, they were trying to raise some money. And I, you know, I thought, man, this is like the perfect opportunity. This is exactly kind of what Saddle Cartel was built for was, to find ways to give back, you know? And so we, we managed to uh, be able to uh, kind of correspond a, um, a fundraiser form. And we've been doing it for about a month and we have raised a little over, I think, I think it was $2,240 last time I looked for them for their travel expenses and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it speaks a lot to the, to the uh, manufacturers and the vendors out there in the saddle community, because, when I started uh, trying to put this together, man, I just reached out to, uh, I just reached out to, uh, I just reached out to uh, um, a lot of the guys on the Facebook page that were, you know, in the industry and stuff like that. And um, they uh, were all willing to donate um, stuff to the fundraiser. You know, we've got a custom gear modification saddle um, that's going to be up for grabs. And this, this actually, this package we put together is, something that is going to one winner, the whole, the whole package, you know, um, we've got some stuff that is just dedicated for a, somebody in Oklahoma. If they win it, they're going to get, um, a Oklahoma drone, um, recovery, uh, deer recovery with them. And then, uh, you know, just all kinds of guys out there out on the limb is throwing in, uh, two, uh, trail camera swivel mounts. And, um, you know, we got so much stuff, man. We've got, we had a bow case that we gave away the other day from us gun totes. Um, you know, I think so. Yeah, there's, there's the, there's the flyer there. I see it there. Um, you know, whiskey, Tritty, whiskey city trad gear. They, uh, they threw in a hipster quiver and all kinds of merch. You know, you had David on the other day. I mean, th there was the support for this has just been overwhelming. It has been so cool. And uh, we're actually going to draw the winner tomorrow about six, uh, 6 PM central time. So it's going to be, we're going to do a Facebook live tomorrow. And, uh, but if anybody, if anybody catches this, there's a link there on the Facebook page, man, where you can go, go hit the GoFundMe. So yeah, they're uh, pretty cool. And I don't have any affiliation with them or anything like that. I mean, it's a local shop here. 
um, that I that I frequent some and Coach Gale and uh, Jeff, her husband, um, they have been in the game a long time. You know, when I was a kid and I was shooting 3D terms, they probably don't even remember this. But when I was a kid and shooting 3D tournaments, they were they were organizing stuff. They were they were in the in the game back that long ago. And, you know, it's all about giving back and doing stuff for our youth, for me. And so, you know, they've put their time in. They've done, you know, they've done their stuff. They could say, you know, hey, I've, I've done, I've, I've given back, I've done this, and, and, and they're still going at it, you know, and they're still trying to give back to our youth. And I think that speaks volumes for them and of who they are as people. And, you know, so it's, it's a good deal, and I just see an opportunity to try to jump in and help them out. So, yeah. So, we're gonna, like I said, we're, 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 we've been super, super excited about the response that we've got for this thing. Yeah, that that's always good when you help out and and you know raise the you know over two thousand dollars would definitely help with a lot of travel costs for to get all the the kids down there and and meals and you know that that's yeah. that's a huge expense when you when you have to go to these events and pay for them yourself and uh, you know it it can it can add up. I say it all the time, you know. When of course the school, the archeries and the archeries classes and stuff that they have in school and everything. Um, you know, they, I always tell everybody if they'd have had that when I went to school, I might've went to school. (laughs) I might've made good grades, you know? Um, you know, like I said, we've got serious archery. They donated a half dozen arrows. I mean, we've got innovating the outdoors that is, um, donating one of their 3d printed. That's one of the big things in saddle hunting is, um, you know, 3d, 3d printed stuff is real big bow hangers and stuff like that. It's all about getting that weight down. Um, vital ground outdoors. They're going to do some aiders and some rope mods and some PS, PS, PSHs. And, uh, you know, so, so yeah, we've got, I mean, pretty much whoever takes this package home is going to have pretty much just about anything they need to get going and saddle hunting. Yeah. It sounds mm-hmm. like it. Get them all set up and. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, we've had T and K we've had T and K donate a, uh, um, bino harness and you know I was I was actually in a in a stand or actually in a saddle and I was real disappointed in my bino harness that I had because I had my bridge and I was I was struggling with it and uh, I actually jumped on the saddle cartel Facebook page and asked hey listen let's talk about bino harness and you know a lot of guys recommended the TNK uh, bino harness so I uh I jumped on, ordered one, and actually had a friend of mine pick it up at my house and bring it to me, and I got to use it that hunt trip, and I was like, where has this been my whole life, you know? Yeah. Um, I was super happy with it, and it just fit in my in my harness and stuff like that. I mean, it was it was good. It was, you know, it didn't get in the way of my bridge, and I mean, it was just, it was a lot better um, than what I had, and I was a lot happier with my situation, you know? So, yeah, I mean, we got, man, there's good stuff, man. Um, you know, TX5 Custom Saddles is throwing in one of their KISS packs. We, we announced that the other day. and We've been trying to kind of introduce, um, you know, these, these sponsors every week or so, you know, kind of trying to do stuff. And then what we've been doing is that we do that shot of the week. And there's some other groups that are doing stuff like that. But we'll, our shot of the week was, you know, just we'd have so have some moderators. I have some guys that help me out on the Facebook page, man, and kind of kind of help me out there. They would, you know, they come up with a shot of the week and, you know, we'd take that shot and we would pick a winner. Whoever was the winner ended up getting five free entries into the uh, to the raffle. So, you know, so, so there was guys that were getting out and competing in that and doing stuff like that, you know, 
Um, this last one was, was you had to be in your saddle. It didn't matter. Um, so, you know, we did one out of saddle. Some of them we did at 20 yards. Some of them we did at 50 yards, you know, compound guys were competing, you know, doing it. Trad guys were doing it, you know, and, and uh, you know, it's been, it's been a lot of fun to help them out. Like I said, it's, man, it's this old crazy world, man. If, you know, anytime we can help our youth out, man, it's, it's, it's worth it, you know? Oh yeah. They, you know, they, they like, you know, a lot of them like to play, you know, the video games, you know, the play the archery video games and, whatever the wheeze or whatever and and you know when you actually get a real bow in your hand it, it's completely different oh, and yeah you know the, the excitement you have when you shoot that bow and, and that arrow goes flying for the first time and and you know you, you come close to even hitting the backstop uh, yeah yep i agree man it's uh you know it's something that uh something that we just need to keep going man it's it's you know it's something you know I, like, you know, I feel like, you know, every, every day, you know, every, every year seems like, you know, I mean, a little bit of, it seems like a little bit of our, you know, freedom or independence is being kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of being taken from us a little bit sometimes it seems like, and that's the way to keep these kids involved and make them feel like they're free. And you know what I mean? I mean, it's just, it just gives you a rite of passage, man. You know? Right. I mean, getting out and being outside and stuff like that, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's just, just, just a, just a good vibe, man for sure. Yeah. And it does develop some skills that you can use, you know, later in life, whether it's just, you know, whatever, or, you know, if things do go really south, us archers are going to be able to still provide food. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the X team, the X team, I think they're, they're, they're comprised. They got, they got 12 shooters, I think is what it is. And man, they have a list of accolades and stuff and, and it's both, um, you know, there's, there's female, female shooters and, and male shooters and, you know, um, youth shooters. And so tomorrow, like I said, on Facebook, man, you're going to get to see them. We're going to, going to try to do a, uh, you know, a deal where we kind of go in and watch them shoot a little bit. They're going to have practice and stuff like that, you know, and it's just, they've got out, they've got involved in the shot of the week and stuff like that. So it's been, it's been super cool, man. Um, to watch them, watch them kind of get involved in it, you know, so, um, looking forward looking forward to doing the drawing tomorrow and uh like i said i mean it's i mean you can see i mean it, i don't know how many tickets are in here but i have personally filled out every ticket um for everybody that's donated so uh it's going to be super exciting man so looking forward to it for sure yeah yeah that, that that'll be fun uh um you know watching watching you draw them you know get out there and you're know, like okay go through and pull okay here's the winner yeah oh yeah yeah, we've, I mean, we've had, we've had some donors and we've had some guys donate like 350 bucks, you know, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's cool. It's been really, like I said, it's been cool to see the, uh, you know, um, see the support that everybody's throwed behind yeah. this man, you know, and even some of these other groups, you know, that, that, that I'm involved with, you know, they've, they've allowed me to kind of, you know, um, post up on their, post it up on their page and advertise it on their page and kind of, you know, use their, 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 arena for for a platform as well not just the saddle cartel facebook page you know right yeah so it's it's i mean it's it's super cool you know that just the the bow hunting world the archery world you know i mean it's just uh it's a, it's a, it's a tight-knit family you know and uh whether you're compound whether you're recurve you know it's just like i said it's a we're all in it together man you know what i mean and and like i said I think it's important just for us to stick together as, as a group, just because, you know, every day our sport, you know, whether it's, you know, um, you know, just it's, our sport is just kind of, 
under attack, you know, just something that we like to do, be outside and stuff like that, you know. So we can't show division within our group. We have to be strong as one, you know, and, right. uh, and back each other up. doesn't matter what our method is of hunting, just as hunters in general, you know. We have to just be good stewards to each other and to the land, you know. Well, you know, a hunter, we, we send a projectile downrange to kill the animal. That's right. That's right? right. That's what you do when you hunt, you know, or, you know, trappers, they, they try and snatch them out of the, out of where they're walking, you know, hold them up and, and, and get them that way. But, you know, as hunters, um, you know, we're, we're out there where they use a rifle, a shotgun, a bow, um, you know, a crossbow, you know, we're a hunters yep. and, and we just need to make sure that we don't lose that ability and, and, you know, what people don't understand is the fact that if there wasn't any hunting, uh, there probably wouldn't be any animals to hunt because they'd all die off. <laughs> That's right. Be That's too right. many. You know, they'd, oh, they'd yeah. starve to death. Well, I mean, I think, I think as bow hunters and as, you know, I think we're, you know, and I think hunters in general, you know, in general, we're, we're conservationists first, you know, and that's, that's, you know, in hunter's second, you know, and that's, that's what it's about, you know, for me. And, and like I said, this platform that, I, that I've created and, and some of the, some of the guys have helped me create, man, it's just all about giving back and finding ways to, uh, you know, give, give a, give a positive vibe out there, you know, um, place for people to go, you know, this is what, what I want saddle cartel to be about is, you know, when people wake up in the morning and they think, man, you know, um, they're thinking about a situation or a scenario about, you know, man, should, should, you know, should I hunt this? Should I hunt this? Should I use this equipment or whatever? I, I, they want to go, you know what? There's low drama and it's a good positive place. I'm going to go check Saddle Cartel Facebook page and see what's going on in there and ask that question there because I know it's going to be a good vibe. You know, that's, that's it. Just a place to give back and not just me. It's a place for everybody to give back, you know? Um, right. You know, and there's a lot that goes on in there like that, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a cool place, you know, it's a cool, cool little, cool little group, man, that, that has really taken off, man. It's just definitely exceeded my expectations. I mean, it's got to the point, it's got to the point where this year I kind of, I kind of fought it for, for a long time. I fought it and uh, thought that I, I told myself that when I first started, I would never go to to a website or anything like that. But we just recently launched our uh, online store and we're trying to uh, we're, we're building it as it goes on. Because, um, like I said, as as you've seen, you know, I'm just not a computer guy. <laughs> so, it's, <laughs> so it's definitely all a learning curve for me, you know. And uh, so I'm trying to uh, get it going because it's just it's um, stuff's. I want to be able to get things to people more efficiently and stuff like that. So um, we did have to go to an online store and I, I hope the conversations with the people, um, you know, that order stuff doesn't stop, you know, because, you know, that's, they messaged me and, you know, we ended up talking for, for an hour about hunting or how their season was going, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I hope that don't stop, but I, I did have to launch a, an online store instead of just doing things on the Facebook page. You know, we'll do some of our we'll do some of our custom stuff that if we have any one off stuff, we'll probably do it on the uh, Facebook page as well. You know, um, one of our big one of our big items that we do every year is we do a uh, we do a state shirt. So we put the uh, outline of the state behind the uh, Saddle Cartel logo and uh, 
we'll, we'll do that. And, and uh, so that's now on our online store. So one of the things with that is, is when the way it's set up is that when you check out, I, you just have to annotate what state that you want printed um, when you check out, you know, I tried to put in like 50 options for all the states <laughs> and it just, it like overloaded it, you know? So yeah. Better have so, a pull down yeah. menu. It's like, okay, what state? <laughs> oh yeah. 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 For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So all yeah. Right. So it's just, it's just growing, growing like crazy, man. And uh, rocking and rolling and just looking forward to this deer season, man. I mean, it's like I said, the, the, the page will kind of transition more back towards saddle hunting and stuff like that. Um, within the next month or so. And then, uh, you know, man, it'll be, it'll be full bore after that, man. And uh, the weather start cooling off and we'll start seeing harvest pictures show up on the, uh, on the, on the page and, and it, it'll be going, man. It'll, it'll be good. Yeah. It sounds like you had a really good, really good page going there. A nice group of people in there. And, you know, that's what you want when you have a Facebook page, you, you know, you want it to be a theme. And, and your page is all about archery and, and, and saddle hunting and, you know, mine is, you know, all about archery as well. And, and, you know, that's why, you know, it's, it's such a, a good community and, you know, some of the other, other pages and other groups, you know, I got another group and I have to constantly um, ban people from it because they're trying to post stuff yeah. that they're not supposed to. And, and I don't, I don't have that kind of restrictions on the archery page because I, don't normally have anything like that so yeah yeah um you know, when, when somebody comes in and the first post is is they want to sell a knife or a shirt or something it's like yeah no no you're not doing that <laughs> yeah 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 so 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 i've got guys man i've got some guys that help me that are from from all over you know um they're from all over the uh the country and that was one of the things was that when i when i i kind of approached them about it i was like man i was like you know, I, I mean, because the, the brand was really taken off nationally more so than than locally. And I was like, you know, it's like I was like, why can't I reach out to these guys and, and ask them if they would help? They were they were involved early on and and, uh, and stuff. And so, you know, I've got one guy local um, here. So Marcus uh, Soka, he's one of the moderators on the uh, on the page. And he's here about three hours north of me. And uh, he's about three hours north of me. And uh can you still see me? Did I lose you? Yeah. No, I can still oh, okay. see you. Um, I, I, something kind of went weird on my phone. So he's about three hours north of me here, man. And this guy is a hunting machine, man. And, and, and he's a big public land hunter. And, uh, you know, he's big 3D shooter. He's on the range every weekend shooting. And uh, he's out there every weekend hunting. And, you know, so, so now, he was somewhere that... sideways. <laughs> oh, am I sideways? <laughs> yeah, you're sideways. Well, well that's yeah. weird. I didn't do nothing. How about now? <laughs> Yeah, you're good now. You're Not good. You're in, in God, the torture mode, but yeah, it's kind of weird. Damn. You started sitting on the wall. What there you go. Do? Yeah, that gets you. Huh. Now you're sitting on the ground in a big picture. Is that good? Yeah, that's good. Okay, so <laughs> that's uh, weird. <laughs> I, I don't. I didn't even touch it. It's like I said, I'm not a. I'm not a tech guy. But yeah, and so so you know so then you know we've got uh we got um you know um. Uh, Chris Grenier, um, he's uh, he's from New Hampshire. He has a Facebook page um, that's uh, New Hampshire, you know, uh, saddle saddle. Uh, man, I don't know what's going on with my phone. I lost track. But uh, you know, he's got a saddle page up in New Hampshire. And uh, John Mabry, he helps us out, you know. And um, you know, we've got a guy up in Washington, um, 
Trevor, Trevor Bruce, you know, them guys are all super good dudes and they're super helpful on the uh, Facebook page. I mean, they've helped me, uh, helped me out tremendously. And so, you know, having good people around you is, is important. And, and that's what I think that the page is all about, man. There's all kinds of good people around you, you know, in that page. And, and yeah. so, you know, I can't thank them enough, um, you know, for, for, you know, taking me up when I asked them to help me out on this deal, you know, so they've been great, man. So definitely. Definitely yeah, enjoy it. Nice to have another uh, admin or another moderator on there to help you out with stuff. And especially yeah. as groups get bigger and bigger, uh, yes, you know, it's hard yes. to monitor all the posts and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's right now in the Archer one, it's just, it's just me. I haven't got anybody else on there, but um, in my other group that I manage it, uh, um, I've got another admin and another moderator that helps go through all the stuff, you know. There's just yeah. be so much stuff in there. And when you start getting, you know, a couple thousand, three, four thousand people in there, you know, it, it's it's tough to to manage them by yourself. And yeah, it it is. It, I mean, it, it gets that way, you know. I mean, it's uh, you know, and, and different different people are on different time zones. That's really helped, you know. Um, so right. you know, guys they'll, they'll kind of handle stuff, you know. Um, you know, some of them are a couple hours ahead of me, some of them are a couple hours, you know behind me you know so, so you know it's 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 been great we're going to try to uh you know the plans are to try to get together and so you know the place that i hunt has a lot of hogs and and stuff like that so they're they're pretty invasive down there and uh i, I posted a few videos after the season i kind of try to go in and kind of try to clear them out but it's it's tough to put a dent in a man but um yeah you know i, I, I did some self-filming and stuff like that on some hog hunts after the season um, and two, it was just kind of a way to uh, extend my season with the recurve. That way I could kind of try to help gain some confidence and work on my middle game um, a little bit. So I put there's there's a few hunts that I posted on the uh, Facebook page. Um, so, you know, we're kind of trying to plan on looking at having a, uh, uh, you know, like a 2024 um, saddle cartel, maybe um, hog hunt, you know, that we're going to try to put together, you know, and uh, Chris Grenier, he uh, he. Uh, he actually put in, he's a big, he's one of the big track guys on the page. He actually put in with the, uh, draw hunt, uh, here at the ammunition plant with me this year. And I, and we didn't get drawn. Um, I, I feel, I feel bad, but, um, you know, we're going to shoot again for it next year. I mean, I, I, I can't believe that we didn't hit it. And so, you know, maybe next year we'll hit it. And, uh, you know, cause he, that's, he's all about that stuff, man. He's, uh, he's all about the trad stuff and all about that. So, Hopefully he can get get him down here and uh, get him on a deer or something like that. You know, if not, I'm gonna try to have him down here as a group and uh, you know, kind of show my appreciation and let him let him shoot some hogs, man. You know, some of them don't have hogs on their place and they're like, oh man, I wish I had hogs. I'm, no, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but well, they'll they'll take I, over. Hard to get rid of. I do believe though. I do believe that that um, that God said when he created the wild hog, he said, here, here you go, bow hunter. <laughs> they, uh, he said, he, he said, have at it. You know, this is, this is for you, you know, um, because they make you feel really good sometimes. Like, you know what you're doing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty cool, man. It's, archery's archery's just been bow hunting's been just been good to me, man been a good place for me to be looking forward to a lot of years into it man yeah i, I know you got to be heading out here real soon to, uh what do you have in your parting thoughts to 
tell our listeners? Man, you know, just set those goals every year, man, and try to push yourself as a bow hunter, try to push yourself as, as an archer, you know, I mean, and uh, definitely, definitely, if, uh, if you haven't had an opportunity to set in the saddle, get in the saddle, it'll change your game for sure. Yeah, I, I haven't used one yet. They're just kind of a new thing out. And, uh, you know, I'm going to have to check them out and, and see because it might be an option in, in some places where you don't really have a good spot for a tree stand. And it, being on the, on the other side of the tree might actually be an advantage, you know, hidden more. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah there's, there's, but yeah, you know, don't be afraid. Don't, don't, don't paint yourself in a box as a bow hunter. You know, don't paint yourself as a box, man. Be, be uh be open to different ideals and different ways you know and that's what so some of the stories that you see out there and you hear out there and, and uh you know you, you you hear about these guys the way they they've got after some of these deer and how they how they've outsmarted them some of those stories are just so cool man you know so these guys you know they adapt and overcome to harvest these deer and uh you know that to me that's really cool and so don't 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 paint yourself as a box man stay open-minded and uh you know that good things will happen, you know, for sure. Things are constantly evolving, just evolve with them. And that's kind of sometimes I think the oh, fun, yeah. fun thing is, is things changing and trying to do something different. I get yep. bored if I do the same thing over and over. So. Right. Oh yeah. And that's, that's one thing. That's one thing that getting into saddle hunting has done for me is it's kept it, you know, I, I, I've hunted, I've hunted arenas and I've hunted um, opportunities that I, that I would never would have, if I wouldn't have got into saddle hunting, you know, I right. went, you know, I've got a, I've got a, an 80 acre plot, you know, um, that we hunt and it backs up some more of our property. And there's one side of it that was, that was logged years ago. And, you know, you just never could put a stand in there. There was nothing really that was conducive for a stand or anything like that. And I've, I've hunted it since when I started saddle hunting, I went, Hey, you know what? I can get a saddle in that tree. I can't get a stand in that tree, but I can get in that with my saddle and boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, it's like, Hey, this opens up some more opportunities, you know? Right. So, so yeah, yeah. you know, just, you know, just be open-minded man. And, and don't be afraid to adapt and overcome. And, and like I said, if you haven't, haven't gotten to hunt in the saddle, man, give it a try. You know, um, you know, there's a lot of good ones out there. You just got to start somewhere and just kind of jump into it and, and get after it, man. And, and if, uh, you know, if any, if you need help or anything, jump on the saddle cartel Facebook page, man, and, and ask some questions and, and those guys in there and myself will, will hook you up with whatever knowledge we got, man. So, sounds good. It, it's, it's been great having you on. Um, I learned I a lot about the, the saddle and, and other things in there. And, you know, I, I learned every podcast, I learned something out of them and, you know, I get yeah. to hear some cool stories and, uh, you know, just, just talk about archery. It's been, it's been a lot of fun having you on. And, you know, the, the more I talk to archers, the more I know that, you know, Hey, we're just one big family. And, you know, That's right. if, if you want to have an immediate friend, just carry your bow around. Yeah. I'm going to find you and come yeah. up and start talking to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You know, you that's, know, that's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Or, or wear a hat, you know, that advertises, you know, the bow, you know, I have a couple of yep. PSC hats because I was a PSC dealer and, you know, wear that, you know, it's like, and sometimes nobody's going to know what it is unless you're an archer, you know, that yep. says PSC archery on it, but it, who's going to really read it, but an archer's going to see that PSC and know that, hey, you should have PSC, or at least yep. you did, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. I agree for sure. 
Yep. Well, yeah. And Hey man, I tell you what, I tell you what, before we go, man, if I mean, you know, like I said, man, I, I if anybody, um, you know, has any comments or likes or anything like that, man, we'll pick one lucky winner, man. And I'll also uh, send them a shirt or a hat, one of the two of their choice. Yeah, that, that'd be good. And how you want to do it? We'll go out to the silent cartel and, and make a comment that you watch the show and, or how you want to do it. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Um, you know, just, uh, just maybe, uh, I say what, go to the, uh, saddle cartel, um, Facebook page and, and mention that you watch the podcast and we will, uh, we'll pick a winner from that. Sounds good. And I'll link, uh, leave a link in the description, uh, for the, uh, uh Facebook group. Uh, but you can always just type in saddle cartel and it, and it should pop up. And, and those that were watching, you can see, you know, you got a compound archer, hanging off a tree uh yep, so you yep. know you're in the right spot just go ahead and make it come right. get you listen to us on there and hey you know get yourself a hat or t-shirt or something and that'd be cool yep absolutely yep for sure all right well yep. my name is what it's about and, and hey and you guys out there if you have a chance to uh to mentor the youth and uh you know anything like that man take that opportunity don't pass it up man because 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 they need it you know um, get a kid out, get a kid outside, get them outdoors and get them involved, man. Yeah. That, that's always get the kids out there and involved. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my name is Rory Canterbury. I've been your host today on Archer Talk 101 with Trey Baxter on, on the line here talking about the archery and, uh, the, and shooting out of a saddle. And it's been a whole lot of fun. And stay tuned for the next one. We've got some more exciting guests coming up. So make sure you stay tuned and follow us.